This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless. The substance becomes a peace of God that passes all understanding and assurance is right in your heart. And so I'm teaching on this that there's a place you get to in prayer that the heavens over that issue opens up and something is poured into your heart and you receive the answer to that particular thing. And so because you have received it within, then you can now go out and you can be a witness and you can produce the proof of that, right? And produce that because it has entered into you. Now you may hear the sound of the abundance of rain, but if you don't stay there in persevere, all right, or persevering prayer there, until you prevail and receive that thing on the inside, you'll just be talking about the abundance, but that abundance just will not materialize of that rain. So there's a place where you persevere in prayer. And when you talk about prevailing prayer, persevering in prayer doesn't mean, and this is what I want to show this morning, that you know, well, I'll just be praying about it from time to time. You know, I'll pray here 30 minutes to day, and then after four or five days, I'll pray again about it, and then I'll pray. Well, no, 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 no. Prevailing prayer, where you persevere in prayer, is when a person says, look, this matter shall be resolved today. I am not continuing in this, all right, today we could look like it work. No, no, it's over. God, you are my ever-present help in a time of need. You are right here, you are. This matter must be resolved. I am going into that place of prayer, and I am not coming out of that place of prayer until I receive it. Until I get that deposit inside my heart, I will tarry until the answer enters me. Now, in doing this, we'll show this. You can start pushing for it. And once you start practicing this, the, let's say the thing is right over there. You see it afar off. You are pushing in the realm of the spirit. You can get to this point, and maybe you have to leave the place of prayer because you have work to do, and so you must go. But you know you got to this point. You didn't get to it. And because you didn't get to it, you won't go outside and behave like you already have it. You know you got to this point. So you know tomorrow when I come back, I will start again at this point and push until I get to this point. I'm getting closer. Now how do you know when you start thanking God for that thing, there's an ease here. When you are thanking God when you are here, the thing was far. Once you start getting close, you will be impressed at how your heart is getting persuaded, all right, that this thing is about to happen in your life. Now, if you leave that place of prayer for a week, you will go back to here. When you start praying in tongues, you know that, look, you know, I told my wife something one day. I said, traveling destabilizes the flow. At first, she didn't understand what I said. I said, it disorientates. Because once I travel, I go into an environment where, because I know how I pray in my house. I know the path. You know when you are praying, you know how you pray. 
I know the, how I pray. All right? I know where I sit, how I, I know. I ain't going to an hotel room. Matter here is not the same. Hmm? That's why, that is why. When I heard that Bidepo in four years has not left Nigeria, I understood what he was saying. You know, one day I went to speak um, at a conference in Lattering, they say, like a political conference, and there was this woman, uh, what's her name now? Um, Nike, what's her name now? That owns, um, what's her name? Nike, Oglesi. So she sat there. So I was talking about um, COVID, and she said that thing. She, say, she said, COVID, yes. She said, you know, she said, I'm British, but, you know, I could have forgotten. I'm not really looking, I'm staying in Nigeria. She said, you know, COVID, we couldn't travel. She said, but you know, my business grew more than ever. You see, when you stay, when you stay with your matter, because you see, when you go around the whole place, before you come back again, you, you've gone. So what happens to many people is you take two steps forward, three steps backward. Because when you are here and you pray in tongues, you will see that thing will be far in your consciousness. So you go close. Then you go closer. Then you go closer. A time comes when you get it. Now, once you've gotten it, if you pray over that thing again, it is not even to receive it. You are now exploring how life will be with that thing. God begins to show you years ahead. He starts unraveling things. In other words, he will even show you that, listen, something is going to happen in the future. You start knowing things by the Spirit. Somebody will enter you into your life that, let's say, is a business that might want to come into partnership with you. Don't take it. The Holy Spirit begins. You are going into the world of the realm of the Spirit together. Christianity is real. So how do we get to this point and receive it quickly? The principles here of prevailing prayer. Number one, those who successfully engage in prayer, and let me just say this, this is why we talk about core teams in centers, and let me just share this here. Because for you to do anything in a church that will be successful, you must... I mean, you do advert, you do all of that. Now, but you must have prevailed in prayer before any of those things will work. If you don't prevail in prayer, it's NGO you are doing. You understand what I'm saying? Social work. You are not transmitting anything spiritual. Someone showed me last night. He said, Pastor, he said something happened. I said, what? He said, I was just looking through uh, um, different centers, and I saw in Uyo somebody who is an usher. And I remember the last time she had backslidden. And I called, I said, what's going on? Because I used to preach to her years ago. I said, she's not doing Christian, she's not doing that again. She said, so what happened? She said, listen, you know, you used to tell me about Wafbeck back then. So I just heard about it. So I decided I should go and watch it on YouTube. Said that my life was completely changed. I got back, I heard they started a church in New York. I joined it. I'm now a worker. I'm an usher. I'm everything right here. I'm back to God and all of that. All right, this chap, he didn't even know. He said, but I planted, they say, which means that, look, they, in other, so many things are happening that, that is because you, you prevailed in prayer that that kind of impartation can occur in the lives of people. So, I don't know, so why do we do courting? Because every center, you know, when we started church, at one point, I, I had an apartment in Sam Shodimbaria here, three-bedroom apartment. I stayed there. 
In fact, half of the time, the guy who is he's in, he's in Bahrain now, technical guy, he used to come and stay with me. I left the apartment because it wasn't very convenient for me to pray. So I stayed inside the office in Yaba for four months. My clothes were inside that office. I didn't used to receive gifts. One day, one of my friends opened the office by, and saw clothes. He went to call somebody in church. He said, why are you allowing your pastor to live inside the office? He said, he's not that he doesn't have a house. He's living there. If you come to my office, this is my desk, you will see clothes arranged like this that I wear every day. I will go into the bathroom toilet. That's where I will brush my teeth. I'll be praying like this, 2 a.m., praying, 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 pushing, all right, to get results. Now, thinking back now, of course, I made a mistake because the mistake here was, let's say we were about 120 in church. What I should have done was just to have broken the 120 people into seven groups, and they will happily have done it. Say 20 of you come on Monday. We need to pray together for one hour to push through on this thing. Then those ones will go. Call another set on Tuesday. They will have joyfully done it. Then call another set on Wednesday. Then call another set on Thursday. Then call another set on Friday. And call another set. And then push. What took me years would have taken weeks. Because then I would have been using the corporate. But that work has to be done. If you don't prevail in prayer, you can preach anything you want to preach. You won't get that impartation and change. So that's why I knew that, look, in all the centers we're opening up, some people have to do that work. To make it easy so that it's not too laborious, all right, get people into groups so that one will put a thousand, two will put. By the time 100 people are praying about something, they will be able to arrive on, to get a manifestation of that thing in one night of prayer, which an individual can be going up and down for two years and not get. So what are the principles here? Number one, I'll just say four things. Those who successfully engage in prayer have a clear-cut, definite objective, which means they know why they are praying. They know in their heart, Jacob knew it is to find favor in the eyes of Esau. He knew what to, he didn't just go there. I mean, Charles Finney said he saw people pray morning, noon, and in the evening, three times a day, and he went to meet them. So what exactly are you praying about? They said, we are, just, we are just praying. He said, and he noticed that there was nothing to show for that consistency in prayer. There must be a definite objective, which means this is why everyone that came to Jesus came with a reason that I may be made whole, that this, you'll go there with a reason there. All right? So there must be a definite objective in your mind. Number two, and this is very important, your thoughts must constantly be directed towards that desired outcome through the words that you speak. Because when we say something is spiritual, we are saying that your mind, you see, carnality has to do with the mind, which means if you are in the flesh, it means the state of your mind. If you're operating in the spirit, it's not a feeling, it's not, you know, I'm there. it means the mind. All right, to be carnally minded is death. Because the carnal mind minds the things of the flesh, which means their mind is absorbed on fleshly things. To be spiritually minded, they mind the things of the spirit. So when you enter into the place of prayer, and you are praying in the spirit, your mind is involved, all right, your faith is involved, your desires are involved. So habitually practice meditating on scriptures 
that undergird the outcome, which means you find scriptures that are favorable towards that particular outcome, and you constantly meditate on them. And our advice that every single day you sit, now you can read your Bibles, other things, but sit for 10 minutes daily, speaking out those scriptures, all right, that undergird that experience you're pushing for, and rehearsing the outcome of it, which means while you're meditating, you are rehearsing the outcome of it in your imagination. This Sunday, the Covenant Nation welcomes you to worship with us in the city of Port Harcourt. Whether you live or work within or around the Garden City, you can now join Pastor Boju Oyemade as he shares practical insights from God's Word applicable to your life right now. Join us every Sunday at Genesis Deluxe Cinemas, 39 Tombia Street, GRA Port Harcourt, River State. Time is 9 a.m. Invite family members, invite friends, come. Let's experience God's worship and the power in another dimension. Powered by the Covenant Nation. Rehearsing the outcome of it in your imagination there. So you are, you are meditating because the imagination is spiritual. It says, it says pulling down every stronghold, casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge or experience of God. Well, I get to that in the final thing. Then number three, you must possess a strong desire for the thing. Or how many people live what they really desire and then start praying all these highfalutin prayers to sound spiritual that doesn't have any connection with their being? All right? Whatever you will persevere in must be a strong desire. God, this is the issue. God, all right, this is the issue. There is a desire for that particular thing. All right? That's why it says, I would not leave you. There was a desire. I'm not leaving you until God, all right, blesses, until you bless me here. So effectual prayer must be fervent. Fervent prayer means that your heart is involved, which means there's a red-hot desire for it. Hebrews 5, 7 talks about the emotions that Jesus expressed in the place of prayer. It tells us with strong cries and tears, he was right involved unto him that was able to save him. Jacob said, I will not leave thee until you bless me. So it's about your desire. Find the things that you actually desire and, and, and go in the line of those things in prayer. So you hold on, and you know, if once I get this thing, all right, it's mine. Then lastly, effective prayer, or prevailing prayer, like we said, has to be persevering prayer. And to persevere in prayer is not just to say, I will continue to pray, but to determine that I'm going to stay, which means in prayer, at set times until I get it. I will not leave till you bless me. So you are praying this way, you can get to a point where you come close, or you can even get tired because it's the travail of your soul. And you say, I need to rest. And then you go and rest. That's why you drink water, you rest. And then you get up because Jesus did that. First time he went, he knew I didn't get it. I came close. And then he went back. And then the second time he went again, he said, I didn't get it. I came very close. I went back. It was on the third time that he got it. And after he got it, he now said, listen, Arise, told this way, you can now sleep. All right, enter into your rest. Because of time, there's a story here. A friend I'll share with him, he sent to me from England, John Gillick. There was a man, there was an epidemic going on, and John Gillick, or I went to meet the man. The man said, He said, You have it, my brother. He said, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. He said, But I think I will break through today if I just get some help. Today is the day if I get some help. And Gillick said, I will join you in prayer. Jilik joined him in prayer. He said he got to one point. He saw a horde. Jilik said he saw a horde of demons coming in the city there. And he got up in his spirit and began to rebuke it. 
He said when he looked to the side, the man also was doing exactly the same thing at that time, which means both of them saw it at the same time and were reaching for it. He says once that thing moved back, he said that was the end of it. He said this epidemic left the city. As soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth. As soon as Zion traveled. Can a nation be born at once yet? It says, but as soon as Zion travel, when will it happen? As soon as you travel. As soon as you travel. Travel in prayer. Look, I'm telling you the secret. When you prevail in prayer, you go out and your lines fall into pleasant places. There's sweatless increase because you have. All right? So it's not the physical sweating of running around, but it is the spiritual work you have done to enter into that place of rest. And it's real. I mean, I remember, you know, praying, praying. You know, scripture I went to was a praying church. We will pray, pray. So one time I went and traveled um, to Lagos school. So, you know, we do fellowship and all of that. We'll do fellowship. By the time I came back after four or five months for prayer meeting, it used to be every Tuesday, we'll pray. I got there. Ah. Me, that was part of the first intercessory group. It was time for prayer. Now let's begin to pray. After about three minutes, I just started hearing strange sounds. I was What's happening? You know when you're running with people and they've gone and you're panting and they're moving. What's moving these people? They were far away from where I was. I knew I'd backslidden. According to that standard, though, according to the standard of my fellowship, I was champion. But this standard, I was behind. I, was, I left the prayer meeting. Because what's used here? That's why sometimes, you know, when we say pray, pray, and pray, you know, that's why I've said this, I believe there's online ministry, online ministry, but online church, there's nothing like that. Nobody should come and sell that one to us. There is no online church. There is online ministry. You know, you can be ministering, you can be teaching, but church, people must meet. Because a lot is transferred by osmosis, not by teaching. People must meet. Listen, before you say, I'm not a, there's online church. Okay, do online family. Marry online. Kiss online. Let your wife cook online. Then you know that there is no online family. Say, darling. All right? Because, look, all this online will say, don't people take the YouTube, put it on their screen at home and be watching. So that's television now. What is the television ministry before? Did we ever open a mouth and say television church? Did anybody open, if this thing is a spirit, did anybody ever say, I'm doing television church? Because what people are doing, they're calling online church, is you take the YouTube, put it on your screen, and then you sit at home, and when it's present, and worship. So why didn't we just sit down and be doing TBM back then and say TV church? It's a new spirit that has come. And the worst thing that will affect our children, because when you don't take children to mix with themselves, you create a social problem. They don't have empathy. They don't understand interaction. And this thing in 15 years will be a different set of Christians than we're meeting. So we are shouting now. We'll see online, Jojo. Because people tell me. Uh, someone came to tell me. Someone in Georgia came to the last time. He said, Pastor, this meditation, meditation thing you are saying, the only time you have shown the practice of meditation was when we went to Badagri, we had a retreat. He said, you sat down and said, let's meditate. You put a table down. You took off your shoes that day. And you taught us. And you began to practice it in front of us. He said, I opened my eyes. I saw you. You were moving. And he said, then I understood meditation. So this online, if you're just doing online prayer, you may think that what they are doing is what you are doing. 
which is Mekesheba, Kebush, Neberia Shabara, Grozo, Menge, Mashada, eh? Go lentad, Mekepalasha, Kre, Shabalako, Megato, Jania Manama, Kre, Great. We are starting vigil again so that you come to vigil. And you hear Geta, Lumbana, ah! You say, okay. One time we did vigil, somebody told my wife back there, you are normal. He said, Where is Pastor doing that vigil? He said, he said I have, That's how you pray. He said, He will take one prayer point. We are there for one hour. After we finish, he says, Second prayer point. He said, you, he said That's when I knew prayer point. Not that you take 15 prayer points in 30 minutes. Oh yeah, let's stop. Oh yeah, it's enough. Let's pray the next one. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh boy, it's not like that. All right? I mean, when we used to go for prayer meetings, scripture pastor, Peter Louis Johnson would say, stay in tongues, no English. Don't interfere with what the Spirit is doing until you get a breakthrough. You will see people hold on. You will know that, okay, this is what prayer is. The spirit of prayer will enter into you in the meeting. So let me close by saying this. Charles Finney said this. It must be persevering prayer, he says. A great general thing. Christians who have, who have backslidden and lost the spirit of prayer will not get at once into this habit of persevering prayer. Their minds are not in the right place and they cannot fix their minds and hold it until the blessing comes. In other words, in this thing, you put the thing on your mind that meditation and start prayer. And once you start pushing that way, then the intensity comes. You are looking at it. You are going for it. This is how my life is going, going to emerge. And, and you are pushing. This is what's going to happen. And you are pushing. And you are pushing. And then the enemy says, look, he mustn't get to this thing. And then the Holy Spirit begins to help your infirmities with groanings. You start hearing a second sound in your being. You start hearing, which means you are speaking tongues, but another uh, is coming out. You start hearing the Besides, then you are pushing for it. All right? If their minds were in that place, they will persevere until the blessing comes, he said. People have to pray over and over because they are so easily distracted from the object to something else. Until their minds are imbued with the spirit of prayer, they will not keep it fixed to one point and push their petition. All right, for the manifest, for the realization of the issue on the spot. In other words, you are there, and you know I'm going to push on this thing on this spot until it happens. All right, and when it happens, then I know this thing has happened on the inside. Are you following me? Of me here, I know. I was praying about opening the church in one country. I knew that it was established, but I've not even talked about it. I'm not even. I'm still praying over that particular thing. The country I've never said they were going to start church. Pray. One time I was in the airport in, on Friday. I sat down. Somebody came to meet me. They, ah, why are you pastor for you? I said, I'm fine. How are you? Ah, I said, you are going to Canada. Why won't you come to this country? And the person called the city. Once you start praying the thing through, the angels start moving. Before you get to the city, they've told people you are coming. Do you get what I'm saying? You see, you can get there and immediately somebody comes to meet you in the airport and say, I heard you were coming. You know what happened? You've prayed that thing far. If you don't pray far, the thing will be happening like trickles, which means you will come. The driver will carry you to a wrong place first. Because, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying here? Uh, you will, it will take you about uh, two years to find the right location. But if you pray that thing through, 
you just see that somebody will just say, no, 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 it's not here. This is where we are going to. This is where... Somebody will move out just before you came in. Do you get what I'm saying? The lines fall into you in pleasant places. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. And I declare over everybody under the sound of my voice that which they have in their heart. That which you have placed within their womb of their spirits. That you grant them strength to push it out in the name of Jesus. And I declare there shall be a safe delivery of that which is within you. And the manifestation of that sound that you have heard in your spirit. By the assistance of angels that will strengthen you and the spirit of God. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. My name is James Duffy. By my side is my wife, Mrs. Adwala Duffy. We are both members of the Senior Citizen Committee Group. We had uh, these uh, uh, meetings where, what do I call it, Mom? Physical meetings. Where we interacted. They were seminars we had. And because of seminars, we introduced a lot of things. Nutrition, nutrition. We also we were, we were also taught about health. Then pre and post retirement issues. Uh, each time I discussed with me, I said this is, this, is, this is a good place to stay. And more also, talk about productivity. You know, being aged doesn't mean that you should be redundant. One needs to be active. And then we talk about relationship with people, with God. And then we talk about you should live. And when you live, you live for yourself. You have to love yourself, love your God and your neighbors. We want everyone to be participants, to participate in each of the groups. Not necessarily the uh, group alone. But it's a lot to gain by being a part of the exercise. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. To listen to the full message or any other message, please visit our website at www.insightsforliving.org. For any inquiries, please call 0818 600 0082. God bless you.